It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break it down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Time for another edition of the bottom line here on News Radio 610 KONA. Rob is off today. Ed Dawson joining you. And uh, lots to cover today, including uh, an announcement going on right now with uh, Governor Jay Inslee uh, actually. Um, loosening up some uh, restrictions uh, for most of the state. We'll explain what that means uh, coming up in just a little bit. But joining us on the program, we kick things off uh, this show uh, by inviting on a candidate for the Washington State Attorney General position, Matt Larkin. Mr. Larkin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Ed. Happy to be here. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, many people are familiar with the incumbent and uh, and the track record that the incumbent has uh, laid out for himself. And uh, most people that listen to our program kind of know the backstory. So let's jump ahead to where you fit in to this particular race, statewide election for attorney general. Why did you decide to jump into this race? Well, I'm a father of four little kids. My wife and I are raising a 10-year-old, our 8-year-old, our 5-year-old, and our 2-year-old. Uh, I'm a Gonzaga Law graduate. I've got an LLM Master's of Law from George Washington. Uh, and, and we didn't like the way that the state was going, frankly. I, you look at Bob Ferguson's last eight years, you've seen statistics continually rising, especially here in King County, which is worse than anywhere. I know it's a shock to you, uh, but things are out of control. Uh, and they're out of control statewide. Uh, we've seen rising homelessness, drug addiction, crime. You know, human trafficking, Ed, is up almost 2,000% statewide uh, from 2013 to 2019. That's outrageous. And that should be terrifying to any parents in the state. Uh, so I, 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 we thought about it. We prayed about it. And we decided this is the race where we can make the biggest impact. This is where we can bring the state back to sanity and start cracking down on crime enforcing the law and cleaning up our state. These are real problems that aren't being addressed. Uh, and our Attorney General Bob Ferguson is asking for another four years. He wants another four to be a total of 12 years. That's not okay. Uh, something needs to change. And I want to be the one to get in there, roll up my sleeves, and make the change, make our state safe again. So specifically, can you point to um, a case or group of cases that uh, the attorney general has um, either taken on or hasn't taken on that you would? Like, what would be the difference? What would people get if they elected and selected you for this position as opposed to Bob Ferguson's last eight years? Sure. Well, one of the things he's most known for, as you know and your listeners know, is suing President Trump. He sued him now, I think, 81 times. Uh, and talking about 82, it, they're happening so frequently, frankly, it's hard to keep up with them. Uh, but that's a big focus of his attorney general office is bringing lawsuits against the federal government, and namely President Trump. Uh, and he'll do it, and then he'll send a fundraising letter about it, uh, patting himself on the back and saying, look what I did. Lawsuit number 76, lawsuit number 79, lawsuit 81. And, and he's raising money off of it. It starts to feel very, very partisan. 
I want to take the focus off of the federal government. We have enough problems in this state uh, where those lawsuits don't need to happen. We need to get, make sure our own house is in order before we start chasing problems in D.C. Uh, I specifically want to clean up our state, make this Washington a safer place. I don't care about that, Washington. Where would you start in this state? I would start by day one. I'd be rolling up our sleeves, and I would be saying, where are the problems? We're looking at you, King County. And then we would go out from there. We're, I mean, we've seen pervasive drug use. We're seeing pervasive crime, and not just major crime. We're seeing pervasive street crime, aggravated assault, shoplifting. Uh, frankly, forcible rapes are way up. Even murders are up 55% statewide. But I would start by, by reorienting the office towards uh, criminal prosecutions. I, I train a team, my crime plan, which been, has been endorsed by former AG Ken Eikenberry. Uh, in fact, I'm endorsed by, by Rob McKenna. Uh, and, and my crime plan has merit. Um, we would start by training up a, a highly trained team of prosecutors in the AG's office. The AG's office already has criminal jurisdiction uh, and can prosecute cases. Uh, and we would uh, give more funding to the criminal justice division of the AG's office, and we would start helping these counties get their act together. We'd say, King County, we've got a team of attorneys standing by to help. Call us. We want to help you prosecute your crime, your criminals. We want to clean up our streets. We want to make things safer. Uh, so, so we are waiting by the phones, and then we would see. Maybe they'll call us. Maybe they won't. Uh, but we want to help. Uh, and that would be step one. Now, when they, if they call, great. We would swoop in. If they don't, then we've got some other discussions to have. Uh, maybe we need to, to use that podium that my opponent is so fond of standing behind and blasting Trump uh, for blasting Seattle to get their act together, uh, for blasting the lawlessness. Our attorney general let six square city blocks in Seattle get taken over. Guess what he said about it? Nothing. It was crickets. Uh, and, and yet he's, he'll sue a small business and talk about it. And, and his focus is just so wrong right now. Uh, we, we have police precincts being attacked. We have cops. They tried to burn cops alive in the East Precinct in Seattle. Uh, and, and he didn't say a word about it. Uh, the defund the police, again, our state's top legal officer, Bob Ferguson, is silent about it. I will not be silent about it. I will rise up and I will make a big deal out of the fact that we're not enforcing our laws. And if it comes down to, the, to me having to, to lobby legislature, I will sit down personally with each and every member of our House and of our Senate to get things passed if they need to get changed. If we need to make some law changes, great, but let's fix it. Let's not just keep throwing lip service at it and ignoring it. We need leadership right now, Ed, and that's the problem. We don't have it. I know that uh, there there's talk all the time about uh, certain positions in state government uh, about why they are partisan positions why why do they have a letter next to their name this is one of those races you know aside from maybe uh you know secretary of state treasurer all this you know things that you wouldn't think would have a political slant to them so i ask you do you think that this position should be a a politicized uh position you know my honest opinion is no i don't think it should be uh, and just like the, the superintendent of public instruction, that is a nonpartisan office. That's one of the few statewides that doesn't have a letter by its name. AG makes a lot of sense, too, to do that because it's, it's justice, right? It's law and order, and it's, uh, you shouldn't 
question whether your attorney general who's representing the safety of everyone in Washington is it has your best interest in mind, whether he's a liberal or whether he's a conservative. Uh, you should just expect that he will represent you equally. And you start to question things when it becomes a partisan office. So, yes, if I could rewrite the, the laws, I would say um, it should probably be a nonpartisan office. And I would support that if it came up. Uh, the, the fact is, though, it is a partisan office. So we have to put a party by our name. Um, and and because of that, we have to act as impartially as possible once we get to the office of attorney general. Uh, and that's the problem. This attorney general has made it overtly partisan. Nobody questions Bob Ferguson's uh, political leanings because he is so uh, adamant and, and so open about his uh, disdain for, for President Trump and for conservatives in this state. Zooming out a little bit, uh, talk about the campaign. Whenever you're running a statewide campaign as a Republican, um, it's we all know it's a difficult task. What has been the biggest challenge uh, for you to not only go up against uh, a Democrat, but an incumbent in a statewide election? Sure. Well, it has been a challenge. Um, you know, it, it's a statewide race. No one ever could have anticipated a COVID lockdown, which has made it particularly difficult. Uh, to run when you run statewide and you can't even leave the house. Uh, it's certainly limited my exposure in eastern Washington because those trips, we had a full spring planned of, of being all over the place, and we had to we had to scrap them. Uh, but, but running statewide is a challenge. It's my first race, um, and so I'm new to the game. So I'm learning as I go. Uh, but it's been it's been really edifying. There's, I, the people I've met have been fantastic. Uh, everyone's excited about change. Everyone wants to see change. Everyone is is fired up about this race and i'm excited to be a part of that um and, and i can't wait to see what happens in four weeks now we're talking with matt larkin a candidate for the washington state attorney general's office mr larkin uh what would be the one takeaway that uh, voters uh no matter their party affiliation in our region uh, what would be that message uh, to to them about if they're on the fence about who to vote for well, I would say, what has the last eight years gotten you? If you feel like you have a better state, if you feel like you have a safer state, if things feel better, taxes are lower, and you're getting more for your dollar, uh, you feel like we're headed the right direction, then by all means, vote for Bob Ferguson. Uh, he's wanting another four, so he should be running and owning his last eight. Uh, but if you feel like things have spiraled out of control, if you're worried about the Seattle politics, leaving Seattle and hitting Yakima, Tri-Cities, Spokane, Walla Walla, then you should give my candidacy a serious thought because things need to get better. We cannot keep going in the same direction. We can't keep bringing the same uh, same methods and expecting a different result. And that's what I bring to this. I've worked in the White House for President Bush. I've been a prosecutor. I own a business, a manufacturing company. So I bring real-world experience. I bring a fresh perspective to this. Uh, and that's what we need is solutions. We need results. We need accountability if we're going to solve these problems. What we don't need is one party rule from Olympia dictating uh, how we're going to solve these things because it hasn't worked. Things are getting worse continually. Uh, so I'm, I'm that breath of fresh air. And I hope people realize that. And I hope they put me in office. because We've got a lot of work to do. And if people would like more information about your campaign and uh, what you stand on and for, where should they go? You go to my website. It's mattlarkin4ag.com. Uh, that's the word for F-O-R. Uh, you can get involved. You can uh, volunteer. You can donate. But but please, just get involved. We need help now more than ever. It's all hands on deck. Uh, we've got four weeks till the race. 
uh, ends, and uh, we need help. We need funding. We need we need volunteers. We need everything you can do if we're going to take this race and take back Olympia and the AG's office. Matt Larkin, thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, good luck in your race. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate it. Take a time out here on the bottom line, 547-1610, 509-547-1610. We're going to open up the phones if you'd like to uh, make a comment about uh, what you just heard from the candidate, Matt Larkin. Stay with us. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610KONA. This is the bottom line, News Radio 610KONA. 547 1610, 509 547 1610. So we mentioned uh, what Governor Kate Brown of Oregon uh, did, the good and the bad, the um, increasing uh, the testing capacity, a good thing. Uh, It's not going to lead to schools opening up any quicker, uh, which is, of course, uh, a bad thing for uh, many people. So now we switch over to Washington State. Governor Jay Inslee just finished his... Uh, media briefing. So I want to get you caught up with uh, with what he announced was going to happen. Um, the governor's office announcing that they were going to take some quote unquote targeted measures to open up some things um, in different places for activities. Now, before I get too far into this, and we know we we stretch out into many different counties in Washington state. Some of our counties are in phase two, even three. Some of our counties are still locked in the modified phase two, specifically Benton, Franklin, Yakima, Chelan and Douglas County up in the Wenatchee area. So these things are for uh, phase two and above. Sorry, Tri-Cities. Sorry, Yakima. Sorry, Wenatchee, East Wenatchee. Can't, Can't do these things just yet. But we'll dangle some carrots because that's what the governor did just moments ago. For counties in uh, the second phase of reopening, movie theaters will be able to operate at 25% capacity. In the third phase, 50% capacity. Of course, masks, social distancing will be required. Restaurants in the second or third phase of uh, reopening can serve alcohol now up to 11 p.m., Those establishments will be able to boost their table size to six in the second phase and eight in the third phase. Now, again, most of the state is in either phase two or phase three. No counties are in phase four uh, of of the plan. There's also still going to be a freeze 
on phase movements. So while in one breath, the governor says, look at all these wonderful things that we are going to now allow counties to do at a certain level. He did not say that any counties will be able to move out of the phase that they are in. Frustrating. Yes, I know. I heard you all say it. (laughs) I heard you all say that's very frustrating. Um, Now, look, I know that certainly in Benton and Franklin counties, and I know that the same is is true, um, maybe not identically, but uh, for the most part in Chelan, Douglas, and Yakima counties, that the number of things that those counties have been able to do has been increasing because we're getting a handle on our cases for the most part. But the whole notion that you can just drip, drip, drip activities at people and not allow them to move on to phases completely undoes the first few months of this lockdown. In the beginning, it was all about, we've got this plan, here are the phases, here's the uh, rules to move from phase to phase, here are the activities, and as much as people hated that, at least there was a plan, something to shoot for. You know, looking for the number of cases per 100,000, that was the big one, right? And local jurisdictions, governments, and health districts were working with the state health department and the governor's office on moving those counties along. Well, it's now been several weeks, a couple of months, where this phased-in approach has been thrown out the window. And I say that because even though it hasn't been technically But for all intents and purposes, it has been thrown out the window. When you stop allowing counties to advance to the next phase of a program that you rolled out with no end in sight to that moratorium, instead you're going to spoon feed and drip out activities either within the phase that you're in or not in, what does that say? What does that say? So the governor is going to allow some improvements to indoor activities, theaters, dining, and the like. They're also going to allow for more activities outside, specifically uh, outdoor sports, both school-related and not school-related, which I find fascinating. It's October 6th. And although it hasn't turned cold, well, it's turned cold overnight, Our daytime temperatures are decent. 
things like cross country, things like soccer, things like lacrosse will be good to go. Oh, you want to know about football? No, can't do football yet. No, can't do football yet. Flag football, if you want to do flag football um, with spread out numbers limited of fans, yeah, we'll talk. But again, only if you're in phase two. So if you sense a little bit of frustration in my voice, yeah, I am. I am. I'm tired of this. I am I am very tired of this. And for those that, you know, come back with, well, we just need to be doing better. Look, our community, and I'm talking specifically about Benton and Franklin County, has been very compliant on masks. Our cases have been going down. We've had, Benton County has had two days in a row that are not that great, actually a few days in a row, uh, two different reports, one from the weekend and one from today, putting Benton County's daily counts in the ballpark of the mid-20s on average. That's too high, and it is an uptick, and it's too early to say why it is. Um, I highly doubt that it's remnants from Labor Day weekend. That was a month ago. It could be, suppose it could be, don't know, but it's, it's something else. This all comes at a time when school districts are trying to move back into some hybrid learning model for, uh, for school, for in-person learning, for all kids. And, I, you know, it's, uh, it's frustrating when you, as a community, look, most of us didn't want didn't to do the masking didn't want to be compliant. I sure as heck didn't until I had to. But then we did. Cases went down. We're talking about bringing kids back to school in a safe setting, of course. Masks, social distancing. And for the governor to come in a statewide address and dangle more carrots of things that my community, Benton and Franklin County, also Yakima, also Chelan and Douglas, cannot achieve because he won't allow us to move out of phase one point whatever. Yeah, I'm frustrated. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Chris from Wrestling. Hi, Chris. What's up? Uh, my blood pressure. I'm oh. sorry. I, I, I was hoping that maybe uh, you could calm me down. I might have to talk you off the ledge. Well, we can talk each other off. <laughs> um, so I think the only thing that's going to come true that that our fearless leader told us back in March is that the state will not reopen until there's a vaccine. That came out of his mouth, and he's been slow walking all the whole way. So um, that's how I see it. And it's pretty obvious that he's really never had a plan. He's just, um, the only reason why he came out today and said something, because I think he's getting a little more pressure. And another thing, this is not just on him. This is also on our legislature. We have cowards that are supposedly representing us. Someone needs to force an issue. 
but I don't think anybody has it in them to do it. So um, we're going to have to put up with this, and um, it's going to be after the election before anything gets resolved. It might be a miracle one way or the other. We'll see. Have a good day, Ed. Appreciate the call as always. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. Yeah, the, the, the parenthetical statement, the caveat is what Chris mentioned at the end, the election. Don't underestimate that. Look, we, we all know that it's not a foregone conclusion, but it's going to be a very uphill climb for Lauren Culp to defeat Jay Inslee even with all of the things on Inslee's resume that people across the state are not fond of, to say the least. It's going to be an uphill battle. Having said that, we're a month away from the election. We're a month away. And for him to come out and allow for more activities in, are you sitting down, everyone? Places like King County, we're already in phase two. That's by design. That is by design. And he knows that the people in Benton, Franklin, Yakima, Chelan, Douglas counties, a majority of them won't vote for him and he can't change their mind no matter what he does at this point. And there are those, there are a lot of people in those five counties who will vote for him and there's very little that he will do to dissuade them from voting for him. He knows that he needs King County and some of the other larger counties, Pierce, Snohomish. Those counties are in at least phase two and can benefit from his announcement today. Don't look past that. You don't don't look past that that part of it. It is it is real and that's not a conspiracy theory and it's no, it's not based on science. It's about based on reality. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? I'm Dave from Kenoy. Hi Dave, what's up? Math doesn't lie. If you look at it, it seems like kind of voter suppression to me or voter enhancement, depending on what county you live in. Um just doesn't seem right. So hopefully uh Things will change here real soon. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Going to take a time out. Um, Chris, earlier caller, mentioned about a vaccine. Um, that will come eventually. But Governor Inslee made an interesting comment about that. We'll get to that and your calls after this break. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. 547 1610 is the number to join the program. You can also email us by going to the website, 610KONA.com. You can fill out the form. And email us, uh, email us the uh, question or the comment. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? 
Oh, they didn't want to hang with us. 547-1610 if you'd like to uh, join the conversation. Now, towards the tail end of uh, Governor Inslee's news conference, he mentioned about uh, and was asked about a vaccine. And certainly a vaccine would be a game changer no matter what the state, no matter what the conditions, no matter anything. Because if you have a good vaccine, then uh, the restrictions would, in essence, go away if, if you have enough of the community having taken the, vac- uh, the vaccine. What Governor Inslee said about the vaccine, of course, making it political, was that he hoped that the medical community, the vaccine makers, would be the ones in charge and not the Trump administration. All right, well, I guess that depends on where the vaccine is coming from. Um, And look, we can get into the whole vaccine question if we want to, but um, it, it looks abundantly clear that even after the election, Governor Inslee is going to keep these um, guidance in place until there's a vaccine and quite possibly will not allow any counties to move from their halted spots or their halted phase until after there's a vaccine. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? It's Dave in Kennewick. Hi, Dave. So uh, I'm going to vote, obviously, but as far as the, the election and them going to the mail-in ballots all the time. My neighbor that I live next to admits that he's here illegally, and he also admits that he voted for Obama twice. I've reported him to multiple state agencies, also called into different radio programs when there were elected officials on there, and the only answer I ever get is, well, Kim Wyman says that we have the safest uh, setup for voting that you could possibly have, so it's not going to change. No, yeah, I mean, I I wish I had a better answer for you uh, than that. Uh, In fact, ironically, I'm chuckling because, ironically, uh, Kim Wyman, uh, the Secretary of State, went uh, took to Twitter today uh, to uh, do a Q and A session with Twitter users, and that very topic came up, and and she laid it out that what happens in our system, in the state of Washington, is you're sent out a a ballot, and once that ballot is returned, that's it. If you or anybody else tries to request uh, an additional ballot after one has been submitted and recorded, they're not going to send out another Another one. Or if one is sent to you and you return it, and in that time you you aren't able to track it all the way, and you say, well, I wonder if something happened to it, you request one and you send that in. Whichever the first one is that, that they get, that's the one they count. And none of the other ones count. So, again, what Kim Wyman is saying in the scenario of 
somebody, say somebody gets mailed 10 ballots and they mail all 10 in, according to Secretary of State Kim Wyman, the first one that they get with your name on it, match, signature matches, all the protocols, that's the one they count. The other nine are discarded. That's what she says. You can take it or leave it. Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two is straight ahead. And we are going to talk about the First Amendment. More news on that front. As the afternoon report is following our show, we'll bring you all the news. But don't go anywhere. Another hour of the bottom line after this. 